Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is our number duh, of The Rob Carson Show, and uh, John Schneider is going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. You know him from uh, television, of course, from music, from stage. He's a friend of the show. He has a new single out. It's called She's Worth It. John has uh, become a friend of mine the last few years, and I consider it a blessing. John, also, what you don't know is John Schneider. D- you know, Bo from uh, Dukes of Hazard. Uh, you know, he was also in uh, a number of other TV shows you've seen. He created the Children's Miracle Network, the, the network of hospitals around the country that treat children for things like cancer and leukemia. They've made an enormous gains, and None of the kids who are treated to the Children's Miracle Network hospitals have to pay for it. If they can't afford it, they're taken care of. It's an, it's an amazing organization. He's an amazing guy. And I've gotten to know him very well in the last few years, and I am excited about this single. It's She's Worth It. It is uh, It's not what you think. It's really good. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's a powerful song. I, I watched the video this morning. I listened to the song this morning, and it's patriotic and, and powerful and awesome. So yesterday, a quick recap. Yesterday, the uh, Senate passed a bill that's called the, uh, what, the, the uh, National Security Bill or something like that, right? And it is anything but that. It is a giant lie. It is a, a giant slush fund for, uh, for you know, uh, uh, Ukraine and, and others uh, at the detriment of the American people. There's nothing about the border involved here. We are all screaming that the border is, is wide open. It is a national security risk. It is killing people. And they chose to ignore it. They chose chose to ignore it all and then also they began an impeachment the the house impeached or began the impeachment proceeding against Alejandro Mayorkas because he has allowed this wholesale invasion it is an invasion of our country it is not you know bringing brown people in to do your uh, weed whacking and whatnot which is what uh, in picking your pro- crops is what democrats uh, like to say it's the only thing that's the american dream to democrats you know you come here you know and you can pick crops no, no, you come here to live the American dream, to assimilate and to, and to build and to, and to grow and, and become a part of this melting pot that has always been. But uh, this is Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch, talking about uh, Alejandro Mayorkas and how impeachment really isn't enough. Hey, everyone. Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton here. Big news with Mayorkas' historic impeachment. It's absolutely necessary, but at the same time, woefully insufficient. What? Given the severity of Biden's border invasion. In the least, Joe Biden should also be impeached over the border invasion. Plus, the House of Representatives, nominally controlled by Republicans, need to defund Biden's border invasion. I mean, the idea that you're impeaching someone for engaging in conduct that you're fully funding uh, strikes me as a bit odd, doesn't it? So the House of Representatives desperately needs to shut down taxpayer funding for the invasion of the United States 
And that means, if necessary, shutting down the government in order to protect our nation. Amen. 100%. We know it. You see it. We have never been in this situation before in our history. We've never been in this situation in our country. And we cannot be expected to sit here and watch the destruction of our our country happen. Because there are people in Washington, D.C. who have other plans. We can't let this happen. This is something we've never seen before. We've never seen people inside of our country trying to destroy the country. And we know it's happening. We know it's happening. And it's exposed. And we want something to be done about it. And if you won't do something about it, then get your asses out of the way. Let's go to George in Santa Cruz, Ben Holden. Uh, lovely KSCO, our anchor station out there. George, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind, bro? I just wanted to say hi to you. You are by far my best uh, talk show host in the whole world. I, I talk, I listen to you every day, and I keep saying, I'm going to call them, I'm going to call them, and finally I call them. You are awesome, and I've been praying for you and your family. And, yeah, good versus evil, and good will definitely overcome. And I am a uh, conservative Christian, and, yes, we, uh, we, we have an awakening going on, and everything will get great. But you are awesome, and I love listening to you. Thank you, bro. You know, we a lot of the times, you know, you hear and think about revelations. And, and I, listen, I am not going to preachify and I'm not going to Bible quote and all that. I find that annoying. Uh, you know, it's not, that's not how I roll. I am not a Joel Osteen sycophant. All right. I'm not that kind of guy. But I do believe in good and evil. I do be, believe in, in for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. We are reacting now. Evil has been the action and good is reacting to it. I absolutely believe we are seeing the yin and the yang come together. It, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, Bible kind of opening in the clouds. Here comes Jesus on an escalator. It's not that. It's not that. It is, it is I, I would assume, the, the powers of good working through us, through us, through us, who believe in good to change the world and make it better. So in a way, yeah, it is, it is I guess, biblical, but it is also existential. And, and it, is, it is something that we, we are coming together, man. We are coming together. And I'm not t- it's not a Christian thing. It's not a Christian thing. It's, it's a, it's a, if you believe, and I, I don't know how you can't believe that the, the universe is not intelligently designed. I cannot believe you cannot. Even the, you know, I've, I've talked to atheists before. There's something, there's a reason why we're here. We're not just on a speck of dust in the middle of an empty ocean. There's a reason right. why we are here. And I do absolutely believe that if you believe the scientific principle of for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction, then you have to believe that for evil, if evil has been allowed to run roughshod, that good is going to be that reaction. And I do believe it's happening, Joe. Or George. All right, bro. You hang in there, bro. You hang in there. I I do. And and like I said, Jew, uh, uh, Islam, uh, you know, a lot of Islam, not so good. Uh, A lot of Islam, good. You know, some people. But, but this isn't about Christianity. It's about good and evil, and we're going to win this because uh, we have to. We have to. Yeah. Now, listen to this. Third of voters say Joe Biden's 2020 election win was not legitimate. Huh. I think that's disinformation. That is disinformation. How could you believe that there's any voter fraud in this country? Maybe because they told you there wasn't. And when you tried to say there was, they shut you down. Yeah. Yeah. Nearly a third of voters say Joe Biden was not legitimately elected in 2020, reflecting growing numbers who question his victory and raising tough questions ahead of the contest in November. Isn't that interesting? That is a Daily Mail TIPP poll. 
59% of Republicans say Joe Biden's win was not fair and square. I'm surprised it's not higher than that. Because uh, clearly, the election was rigged. I can say that now without him being shut down. Isn't that amazing? Listen to this. This is from Michael Schellenberger. This is the biggest news story we've heard in a very long time. This is uh, this makes Watergate look like a trickle. I don't remember much about Watergate. I was in elementary school. Watergate was nothing. Child's play compared to this government. This government, our government, our CIA is the KGB. Our government is the Stasi. The FBI is the Stasi. They are. They are. The Central Intelligence Agency set off the Russian collusion hoax in 2016 when U.S. intelligence officials recruited foreign governments to spy on Democrats' American political opponents. Multiple credible sources tell public and racket news that the United States intelligence community, including the CIA, illegally mobilized foreign intelligence agencies to target Trump advisors long before 2016. The U.S. intelligence community asked the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance to surveil Trump associates and share the intelligence they acquired with U.S. agencies, say sources close to the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Investigation. The Five Eyes Alliance refers to the global intelligence apparatus, including countries like the United States, Canada, who mimics us exactly. Economy, everything. Canada is doing the same nonsense. Austria, New Zealand, another country, mimicked everything that has happened in the last three years in the United States. The UK. After public and racket had been told that President Barack Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, had identified 26 Trump associates for the five eyes to target. A source confirmed that the intelligence community had identified as people to bump or make contact with or manipulate. They were targets of our own IC and law enforcement, targets for collection and misinformation. Unknown details about the FBI's investigation of the Trump campaign and raw intelligence related to the IC's surveillance of the Trump campaign are in a 10-inch binder that Trump ordered to be declassified at the very end of his term. Trump has the binder. Trump knows what's going on. This is Michael Schellenberger yesterday talking about this. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began. The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, we feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. And it's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. And if anybody other than Donald Trump were the candidate at the time, the president then and the candidate he is now, they would have been eaten alive by these people because nobody else has the fortitude, the balls, and the money to fight this. All of it. Two impeachments for nothing. One after he left office. A raid of his Mar-a-Lago home. Four political indictments coming at the same fund. Well-funded, coming from the White House. 
oh, there's got to be some hell to pay. Here's some more uh, Schellenberger. There has been widespread speculation that this binder was the was the reason or a reason for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago, and we'll be discussing that tomorrow. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the Listen. CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government, wow. initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that wow. it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the German investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. And it may be if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover up of this information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. Again, we'll have more to say about it tomorrow, but this is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't, I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America. Have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate? And weapon and using our foreign allies to do it, I I can't think of a more important or dramatic story. Yeah, yeah. We were right. We've endured seven years of this nonsense. If the top secret documents exist, proving these charges, they are potentially proof that U.S. multiple multiple U.S. In, uh, intelligence officials broke laws against spying and election interference. Adam Schiff said that the Russians were involved. He said it again and again. He never had any proof. He just lied about it. And now he's saying, oh, yeah, the Russians could interfere in this election. Trump was impeached in 2019, allegedly for requesting a foreign power to investigate his own domestic political opponent. House Democrats claim President Trump withheld $400 million in U.S. handouts to Ukraine in exchange for Kiev, establishing facts about Hunter Biden coordinating corruption for his father, Joe. Trump was acquitted. We all know that Joe Biden threatened Ukraine with a billion dollars in loan guarantees unless they called off a prosecutor investigating his corrupt son and the corrupt Ukrainian, Ukrainian gas company he was on which uh, board he was on. Counsel Robert Mueller's probe found not one person on the Trump campaign, let alone Trump himself, had colluded with the Russian government in an effort to win the 2016 election. A report from Counsel John Durham last year concluded the FBI had no legitimate reason to open the investigation. Instead, it was used to, as a pretext for U.S. intelligence agencies and congressional Democrats to hamstring their political opposition with sham investigations and impeachment, effectively nullifying the 2016 election results. But we were able to overcome it. And they wanted to do it again. They did it in 2020. They took that election from the American people by interfering in it. And they want to do it again. And I thank God that this has been exposed. I've got more on this on the other side of the break. Here's a number if you want to chime in. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. I'm making the statement to set the record straight about the involvement of the Biden family. Vice President Biden, his brother Jim Biden, and his son Hunter Biden in dealings with the Chinese. I have heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. Yeah, yesterday uh, it was uncovered in the uh, testimony of Tony Bobolinsky that the quid pro quo started when Joe Biden was the vice president. Unbelievable. And then we find out that Russia collusion was created by the CIA. Russia collusion hoax was created by John Brennan. He's also the same guy who uh, got 51 former intel agents to say that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. We know it was true. 
This is Michael Schellenberger talking about this organization, Five Eyes. This is a couple weeks ago. I saved this soundbite because I thought it was remarkable, and now it makes a lot of sense. Have you ever heard of the Five Eyes Nations? I confess that I have. Not Five Guys, because Five Guys is awesome. Their burgers and their fries are boom. And until I started covering censorship and other governmental abuses of power last year. But it turns out to be something really important. The Five Eyes refers to the intelligence agencies in the US, UK, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada, which have collaborated on spying and intelligence sharing since World War II. Huh. Now it appears Canada spread disinformation to other Five Eyes nations after Canada's Justin Trudeau government used the same faked intelligence to illegally frame protesters as violent extremists. Yeah, they did the same thing to January the 6th protesters. The context is the Canadian Truckers Freedom Convoy protests yeah. against the vaccine mandates in early 2022. Yeah. To get them to stop, Canada's <laughs> Prime Minister Justin Trudeau falsely claimed they were violent extremists. We won't give in to those who fly racist flags. There is no place in our country for threats, violence, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, calling Trump supporters uh, white supremacists and MAGA fascist enemies of democracy. Isn't that, isn't that weird? It's kind of weird, right? Hey, let's talk about uh, President Derpy Do. They're telling us his brain is perfectly fine. We know otherwise. This is Jim Gossett. Let me tell you about Sleepy Joe. Derpy Do, Derpy Do. He is senile and he needs to go. The 25th Amendment they should invoke Biden in the White House is a total joke That's why I know Yeah, I know I like this Time to say goodbye to Sleepy Joe You better take that 25th, brah Joe's incoherent <laughs> and he is so dense Or spend your time in jail Clueless and he makes no sense He thinks the dead are still alive Time to invoke 25. 25 His approval, it keeps going down Going down Everybody wants Joe out of town The her report, it was the latest sign Remove Joe if he won't resign Because we know, yes we know Time to say goodbye to Sleepy Joe. Jim Gossett. Gotta tell him that it's time to go. Yeah, and he says he's not going to take a cognitive test. He's not going to take a cognitive test. But, you know, there are a whole lot of people who said uh, Donald Trump needed to when he was the president. And he did. The media broke the Goldwater rule with glee. Remember the headlines? 350 health professionals signed letters to Congress claiming Trump's mental health is deteriorating dangerously. Doctors want President Trump's head examined. Psychiatrists warn Trump's becoming more mentally unstable, putting us world at extreme risk. Trump is mentally unfit. No exam needed. But Trump was game and took a test. The first questions are very easy. The last questions are much more difficult. Uh, like a memory question, it's uh, like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV. So they say, could you repeat that? So I said, yeah. So it's person, woman, man, camera, TV. If you get it in order, you get extra points. They said nobody gets it in order. It's actually not that easy. But for me, it was easy. Does the White House think that the, the idea of the president taking a cognition test, a cognitive test, the president proves every day how he operates? how he thinks, right? But by dealing with word leaders, by making really difficult decisions. Why do you want to take a cognitive test? What's the deal here? 
Yeah, it's because the president's brain is gone as everybody gets it. 86% of us get it. Don't say this to our faces. Don't lie to our faces. We get it. You're just making what's coming to you much, much worse. And it is coming. All right, coming up, John Schneider, friend of the show, has got a new single out, and I think you're really going to love it. It's patriotic. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. Jesus made the water into wine. Yes, that was a miracle, wasn't it? Yes. And what does the story about Jesus making the water into wine teach us? When you run out of wine, get on your knees and pray. (laughs) I thought that was kind of apropos because today's the beginning of Lent, and I saw that thing going viral. You know, when you run, when Jesus turned the water into wine, proves that when you run out of wine, get on your knees and pray, and 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 wine will appear. John Schneider, how you doing, my friend? And it's the beginning of the the Lenten season, man. How you been? I've been. I've been okay. I've been okay. A lot better than our our brothers up in the snowstorms in the in the north. Where are you? Where are you exactly physically? I'm in Kansas City. I'm on the Kansas side of Kansas City. Are you still out in Florida or are you back in Mississippi? No, back in actually Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. I'm sorry. I thought it was Mississippi. Yep. I, 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 get, okay. I get my southern states confused. You're in Louisiana is where you are. Louisiana. Well, you know, I'm excited about my new song. I know we're going to talk about that. but uh, Yes. I've been yes. watching the news. Every time we talk, I think that this administration can't possibly get more ridiculous i know you know i think our the situation of our country and now in the world can't possibly get more out of hand and then we talk again and it's like well how it was last time we spoke seemed fairly normal to compare to how it is now yeah yeah but you know john i i opened the monologue today because uh we really are and and i'm not one to proselytize and i'm not a bible banger or anything like that i and i might know one or two bible quotes but i really do believe that we are in a battle of good and evil and 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 i always like to say you know i'm a scientific thinker i'm a i'm a i guess jesuit to some degree that's my education as a catholic right. and and uh, and and i believe for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction that is without a doubt that is a scientific fact it exists throughout the universe and and i believe I'm a, I'm, a quantum, I'm a quantum physics guy myself, so I get yeah. it. 
But, you know, evil has been allowed uh, to ru- run roughshod over our country. We're seeing it. For seven years, we now know the CIA was involved in the Russian disinformation hoax. The CIA turned its uh, power against American people, Donald Trump and his yeah. supporters. It's true, all right? And and you've got the open border, and you've got the lies about uh, Russia collusion and the laptop and, and all of this malfeasance, and that's the evil. And now I do believe the equal and opposite reaction is coming, and that is good because, John, almost 80% of us believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. And I yeah. know we're coming together as liberals, conservatives, Jews, and Gentiles to save her. I believe that, John. Well, there's nothing more unifying, Rob, than a common enemy. And yes. sadly, our common enemy, you know, we, we're, we are, are supposed to, uh, to uh, protect ourselves against, against uh, evil, foreign, and domestic, right? So enemies, foreign, and domestic. Well, sadly, I think now we have more enemies domestic than we do foreign. So we have an obligation to do something about it. But unlike the last time we spoke, uh, people are now going, oh, my God, this is absolute evil. It's evil incarnate. And people know that, that bad things happen when good people do nothing. Yeah. And we are now at the point where we've got to do something. Thank God we at least sent a message about Mayorkas yesterday. Yes. Uh, I don't think that... Uh, What's his name is gonna is gonna oust him? Gonna, gonna Schum- oust him. Schumer. However, Schumer. Yeah. yeah, Schumer. I don't think he's gonna oust him, but we did. You know, he may because ultimately, nobody wants to be on the wrong side of history. Yeah, and and, you know, and John starting uh, to smell a lot like a dead cat on your manifold. <laughs> you know, the, I don't know. If I, I I don't believe I've ever heard that analogy before. But respect, respect. <laughs> that was right? good for you. That was Trust me. I, I grew up in Iowa, so it, it wasn't uncommon to start your car and have a cat under the hood when I was growing up in Iowa. Let's tell you that. <laughs> but but you know, look at this. Look at this. They tried to say that that this uh, this slush fund for Ukraine and whatnot was a border bill last week. We found out it was just the border portion of it was just paying to make the border permanent. The 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 influx of people coming across the border permanent. Okay. So they got Mitch McConnell took it out of the bill altogether, uh, renamed the same slush fund. Now it's called the, the uh, what was it, National Security Bill is what it is. And the American people are saying, bleep you. I mean, everybody in the country is turning toward Washington, D.C. and flipping the bird <laughs> because we yeah. know it. We know, and, and, and it looks like Mike Johnson is saying, this thing is DOA just as DOA as the bill last week you guys came up with. Absolutely. And, and you know, here I sit in the great state of Louisiana We've got we've got the speaker and we've got Scalise. So you know we're a very we're a very vocal state right now, yeah. and uh, we're saying we're not saying no. We're saying hell no. Like in, in my song, we we won't give up. Hell no. So we can't allow this stuff to continue. It's just it it it's not right. It flies in the face of freedom. It flies in the face of our constitution. It flies in the face of everything that we are about. And these people are trying. You know, I, I talked to a friend of mine this morning. This is not because they're stupid. They're, you cannot rationalize to them and make them understand what they're doing wrong because they're not doing anything wrong. They are working their plan. This is exactly yeah. what they want to do. Yes. And they're doing it. Um, and, and anyone who, 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 uh, who sells our country, which I think is what, is what has happened, you know, the, the, uh, all that's happened, we're watching the bill has come due. Yes. And, you know, and the bill is being paid with your freedom and my freedom, or freedoms, rather. 
our tax dollars, yes, but our freedoms are far more valuable than our tax dollars. And we, we, uh, we have to be like, what was it, uh, uh, network. You know, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we are there. And, and so there's a, you don't talk to anybody anymore that says, well, yeah, you know, the border is a bit of a problem. But no, they say, oh, my God, the border, the border is the biggest mess we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, the fentanyl, the fentanyl issue. I watched the, the press secretary, uh, I think it was last night, uh, preach the, the, the nonsensical, you know, the more children, you know, children are killed by in gun violence, more children. That's the number one killer of children. <laughs> no, it's not. The number one killer of children today is this fentanyl that's been allowed to come over our, our southern non-border, thanks to Mayorkas, thanks to Biden, thanks to the people who just refuse to protect their constituency. And, John, and this is worse. This is worse. That's not right. Well, you know, think about this. When uh, when uh, George H.W. Uh, Bush was president, they did the war on drugs. They did this is your reign on drugs. This administration knows that children are being poisoned by the tens of thousands, by the hundreds of thousands dying, and they're saying not a damn thing. This is evil. We have evil people in charge of this country. Evil, evil people that are in charge of this country, John. They and are. i got to tell you, there is a reckoning. There is a reckoning coming, and we are done with this nonsense. Now, I want to ask you this, because I, you know, you, yeah. you got this song that, that you, you called it She's Worth It. And I'm going to tell you, you and I in the last year have gone through hell. Uh, you, have. you more than me, and and so I'm thinking we got a song out on Valentine's Day. It's called "She's Worth It." I'm thinking I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, trigger any emotion here because I know what you've been through. But I figured right. it was about your 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 wife who passed away, and, right. and I know you went through this. And, and my my wife's mother just passed away the weekend before Thanksgiving, and and yep. it has been it has been so hard. And 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 we, and we you know it's odd because her sister came up with the expression, and we didn't realize it was common embrace the suck meaning that you're you're wallowing in, in so much grief yep. and anguish that you might as well embrace it and recognize that eventually you're going to come out and you've got to be able to use this to to become better and stronger and and so that kind of destroy you or empower you oh, i know man and that choice that choice is up to you but it is. But it's, it's undeniable that those that we have loved and lost are, I believe, I, I believe they're in heaven. I believe they're looking down. We are still here. So we are still here. We, God doesn't make people to take up space. We're here to do something. And as the world started to unravel, I, and I do my Facebook post every morning, and I've, I've shifted from a Facebook post of grief to a Facebook post of those of us who understand, those of us who have survived this particular road, we are among all the people in the world the most strong. Yes, sir. So God must have some very, very special, very, very difficult, very, very specific plan for us. What is it? And when I wrote this song, I thought, you know, I think God's plan for me is to be an uh, unashamed patriot for the world, conservative patriot for the world to see, where I will, I will pull people up by their bootstraps and keep reminding them that we, no matter what the left keeps saying, no matter what the world keeps saying, uh, we are the single greatest country in the history of the world. Yes, sir. And if the United States goes away, if the, if the, the free people of the United States and the notion of freedom in the United States goes away, it doesn't just go away for us. It goes away for the rest of the world.
Yeah. And then the globalists win. Yes. And well, I will not have, as long as I can take a breath, I am not going to allow this whole globalist agenda to rule our country or, I sound like a cartoon now, but still, if I have anything to do with it, they are not going to rule our world. No. And, And John, I'm going to tell you this. For, for For me, John, you know, I want my time on this earth spent making the world better for my kids and those around us. Yep. I'm not going to leave. I don't want to leave this world like it is now. We've got to do something about it now, John. And and yep. you're doing it this way. And this is how I'm doing. I'm channeling what's going on in my life, my entire life. I mean, I literally, three years ago, I had to sell my, my dad's retirement ring to pay the rent. You know, I learned something right. very valuable. I learned you don't know how little you have until you have to sell it to pay the rent, John. And, and oh, by God... It, it taught me, man. It taught me. I want to play. Can I play a sample of your song here? I got. I want to play oh, about yeah. a two-minute clip of this song, and I want to start with the second verse because it's really good. Oh, and, and then I just rip. You know, I just go for it, dude. <laughs> and, and listen to this. I'm going to tell you what, John. You can tell that you sang this from your heart because you opened your vocals so well. And you know, you and I are men of a certain age, and 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 you're, <laughs> you, dude. You open your vocals up, and you and you riff on that guitar, and 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 the words are powerful i want to play two minutes of this so just chill i'm not, not going to say anything i want you i want the people to hear this and we'll come back on the other side second verse All right. this is brand new from john schneider it's called she's worth it we can't feel it in our bones but now's not the time to hang it up and hunker down at home constitution it isn't just a word it's a glue that holds the whole damn thing together Together, together we can make our country proud. Together we'll all stand up from the crowd. There's freedom in our speech. Get on your feet and speak it loud. That's why we won't give up. Hell no. In this lost world, she's our hero. Freedom isn't free. There's freedom in your speech. Get on your feet and sing it loud. That's why we won't give up. Hell no. In this lost world, she's our hero. Freedom isn't free. It's up to you and me. Brother, I believe when it's time to toss the sea. Tell you, 
John, normally, you know, you you get uh, you get you know uh, past the age of fifty, whatever, you're singing an octave lower. You know, you're you're doing the standards like Elton John. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you riffed, bro. I mean, you were way up there on that song. Oh, thanks, thanks. Well, you know, they, what they've done is they've, they've, and I don't mean me, I mean us. They have woken up the sleeping giant. Yeah, bro. You know, and, and what, what they don't seem to understand is we are willing to die for what we believe in. Yes, while sir. there, they are only willing to be moderately inconvenienced. You know? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so, that's true. So I'm glad you played the end there because uh, uh, one of my favorite lines in it is uh, uh, when it's time to toss the tea. I thought that was very clever. When yes, it's time sir. to toss the tea, <laughs> he's worth it. And uh, Constitution isn't just the word. It's the glue that holds the whole damn thing together. Amen, bro. Um, hey, John, can you can you I'm hold on so through the break? Can, can you hold on through the break? I, I want to continue on the other I side can, of the break. I do, I do have another interview at uh, at quarter after one. A quarter after. Oh no, no, we're, we're, we'll just keep you for about another five minutes on the other side of this break, okay, bro? Whatever you say, go sell. All right, stuff. all right. More with John Schneider on the other side of this break. This is the Rob Carson Show. Singles called She's Worth It. You know, you can tell when uh, someone's heart is in a song or whether they're just, just singing lyrics. And, and I can tell, I can feel what's in your heart, John, through the yeah. tribulations you've been through and, and, and what we're experiencing. I can just feel it in your vocals because you just, it's not like when you sang that, you were just letting it all out, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've got to... Uh... I think you've just got to got to give it your all. I mean, I've, I've been, Rob, I've been in the music industry for, I think my, my first album actually I was on was in 1976. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, I know the difference between a, uh, a great song and a performance and a ditty. You know, and there's, there's time for, there's time for ditties. I love George Strait, but Oceanfront Property was a ditty. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. The Chair was an exceptional song. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, all my exes live in Texas. It was a ditty, ditty. yeah. But this this song is something I I I wanted to write something. I wrote this with a young man named uh, Brandon Will. We wrote a couple songs on uh, on my last album together, and I wanted to write a song that would make people stand up and sing along with it, and be and I'll, I'll give kudos to Lee Greenwood. Be proud to be an American again. Yep. You know what? What the left has done is they have they have repeated the lie so many times that America is a, you know everybody's flawed, everything is flawed. But they they've repeated the lie that America is a bad place so many times. You know we're inherently bad. They've said that enough times that some people, especially young people, are starting to believe it. Yep. And we can't allow that to happen. America is the, the tangible evidence of, of God's version of freedom, as far as I'm concerned. God's John, definition we're, of we're freedom gonna, we're, is America. We're going to have to wrap it up. Um, <clears throat> I apologize for that. Where, where, can people okay. get, where can people get the song, bro? Where, where can people get this song? 
Go to Spotify. It's on. Uh, it's on Spotify. Just look up John Schneider. She's worth it. It's on all my websites. But just go to Spotify. That would be great. Uh, yeah. And I appreciate it. But remember, she's worth it. This is not something for me to make money. This is something for me to rile people up and let them know that it's okay to tell people on their block and across the water that we live in the greatest country in the history of the world, and we are going to do everything we can to protect it. Yeah, and John, you know, uh, you you mentioned earlier we are ready to fight and die for this country, and we have fought and died for other countries, for Europe, for uh, Iraq, for whatever. But the American people, not just our enlisted, are ready to fight for this country and save this country. Oh, absolutely. You bet, bro. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, we we got to run, my brother. Because she's worth it. Amen. Amen. Hey, man, I pray for you every day. And I I follow you on Facebook and I love the pivot you've made. You are blessed, man. You are blessed, man. I'm glad I'm blessed to have you on my life. Take care of yourself. We'll talk again soon. All right, let's take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free, along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen, or wherever you get podcasts. On air and on the World Wide Web, this is the Rob Carson Show. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is the uh, last hour of the Rob Carson Show. Today, by the way, by the way, I'm uh, holding a copy of uh, Newsmax magazine, and I'm going to tell you, when, when this arrived on my uh, mailbox about a week ago, I went, oh, okay, and then uh, the bleep hit the fan. It's uh, it's entitled, the cover story, Joe Biden's Brain, Can He Really Govern? And uh, this magazine, um, in, in a time where uh, magazine readership has plummeted, I mean, plummeted, has 750,000 subscribers. It, it is remarkable. It really, really is. And this cover story, Joe Biden's brain, how mad is the mental decline of America's oldest president, the man whose finger is on the nuclear button, is, uh, is remarkable. This, this is, I mean, this is like uh, Newsweek when it was in its prime, this magazine. And it is, uh, I, I, gotta, I have not, listen, I walk by the magazine rack. I used to, for show prep, I'd, I'd go to the magazine rack at the grocery store, get GQ and get all these mags when I was in, in radio and all that, when I was in music radio. And, and I used to make magazines delivered to my home a staple. Uh, and, and then I just kind of got it because everything's online. But I got to tell you, Newsmax magazine is ridiculous. It's really good. And the new episode, or the new uh, issue is out. Uh, last month it was about Clarence Thomas, uh, and and um, Ken Chandler is the publisher of the mag, and and there's a reason why this mag is growing instead of shrinking. They sold Newsmax like a decade ago for two dollars because nobody wanted the mag. Nobody wanted it. It was such a piece of crap. It was such a uh, just a uh, propaganda piece for the left. But Newsmax magazine is. It, it's crazy that it exists in 2024. It really is. This is. It's crazy that this exists and thrives in 2024. And, and Newsmax is up 70% year to year in prime time. No, 112% in prime time from last January to this January, while Fox is down 8%. It's because Newsmax is, is you guys need somebody you can trust. I get it. I need somebody I can trust. I've seen people fail before. I've seen, you know, uh, election night 2020. Fox failed. I, it ended me. You know, I watch a few shows. I catch a little Jesse Waters. I watch Tucker before they fired him. I like, I like Gutfeld. But otherwise, I'm done. I don't watch, I don't watch uh, 
I don't watch Fox. You know, just I, like I said, I catch uh, Gutfeld. I appreciate what Gutfeld does because he, you know, is the embodiment of what I do. And I say, you know, conservative comedy is on the ascension. You know, it's on the ascension. And uh, so, uh, go to Newsmax.com. Just Newsmax.com if you want more details on the mag. Uh, and I would recommend you get the subscription. I think it's really good. Or Newsmax Plus. Get a, get a subscription to Newsmax Plus. Because, uh, you know, you got all the great personality. Rob Schmidt's my personal favorite. I mean, I love everybody on Newsmax. Don't get me wrong. I just, Schmidt just knocks it out of the ballpark. Just, I don't know. And there's a great article about Rob Schmidt in the, in the magazine this month as well. So, um, here we go. Listen to this. I want you to listen to this. You're a patriotic American. You're concerned about the southern border of the country. You do not want all of our money being going overseas. You are screaming at Congress. Don't pass uh, this, this Ukraine slush fund. Seal the border. They should understand that this is what you want. Now, I want you to listen to this little toady, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the mousy Marxist, and what she's calling you and me and who she is tying us to when she expresses her distress because we're not paying off, uh, you know, the deep state's cronies overseas. Listen to this. House Republicans are still at it right now. Siding with Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, and Tehran. Again. Okay, so you're siding with Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, and Tehran. She's saying that you and I, because we are Trump supporters, are betting down with Vladimir Putin and Tehran. I swear. You know? Uh, what, you know what happens to, to propagandists after, you know, they, they leave office. They're done. They're finished. Their careers are over. She'll probably get on MSNBC, but MSNBC is going to be so flat broke by the time this year is done, she won't have a voice. Against our defense industrial base against... De- defense industrial base. Huh. That sounds a lot like defense industrial complex. NATO against Ukraine, against our interests in the Indo-Pacific. How- yeah, okay. Whatever. You, you know what? Call me whatever you want. Call me whatever you want. I will embrace it. Because if it's coming from you, I don't care what you call me. I will embrace it. I will hug it. I will name it George. Call me a MAGA fascist enemy of democracy. Please do it. I've got a t-shirt in Swagline. One of my t-shirts says, proud enemy of the state. Proud enemy of the state. And I am. I'm a proud enemy of this state. The deep state. The deep state intelligence, the deep state FBI, CDC, HHS, DHS. I am an absolute enemy of this iteration of those agencies. Hell yes, because they're evil people. There are evil people in charge of those agencies. And listen to this. This is from Breitbart this morning. Prosecutors reportedly met with Biden administration before three Trump indictments. What did I say? The day that the second indictment came out, I said, this is all political. Actually, the first one, Alvin Bragg's uh, first case, uh, which I believe was the real estate case in New York. I said, this is political. Duh. It's political. Three separate prosecutors reportedly met with White House aides before indicting former President Donald Trump. The reported meeting suggests a coordinated attack against Biden's 2024 rival. If coordination occurred, it lends credence to the Trump's belief that the indictments are political interference. We also hear this this morning. 
that the CIA was actively involved in creating the Russia collusion hoax. John Brennan was involved in this. After Public and Racket had been told that President Barack Obama's CIA Director John Brennan had identified 26 Trump associates for the five eyes to target, a source confirmed that the intelligence community had asked people to bump or make contact with or manipulate. They were targets of our own IC and law enforcement targets for collection of disinformation. It's worse than you could have ever imagined, and isn't it a blessing that we know? Isn't it a blessing that we know? Because now we can fight it. Now we can fight it. They've lied to us about everything, and now they are lying to us about Joe Biden's cognitive ability, like we're stupid. Honestly. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Speaker Mike Johnson stuck a dagger in the Senate's hard $195 billion foreign aid package Tuesday afternoon, almost assuredly killing the bill's chances for becoming law. Apparently, they can take it out of his hands if they get 218 votes in favor and pass this thing. There will be hell to pay if this passes. Uh, the people who assign their names onto it will be done when they're uh, up for re-election. And i got to tell you, one person I am so disappointed in is John Kennedy. And, uh, you know, I like him. I, I, lo- I lovingly call him the king of colloquial. But that he would sign his name to this bill after they took every ounce of border, even the word border, out of it. And then sign his name to this $95 billion, $95,000 million. $95,000 million. That is being spent that we don't have that is being chalked up to the, the, the debt that we already have, the $35 trillion. Your kids are going to pay for it, guys. Your kids are going to suffer because of it. Right now, inflation is still way high. The average price of a house three years ago was about two thirty nine, two forty. dollars It's 400000 now. Rent has gone up exponentially. Groceries have gone up exponentially. It is unbelievable. Sorry, folks, inflation ain't going nowhere. After declining from the roaring days of 2022, inflation spent the first half of 2023 on decline. That was, this was the third straight acceleration in month-to-month figure and fastest rate since September. While you're suffering, they're spending like they always have without regard. And listen to this. All jobs recovered post-COVID under Biden went to foreign-born workers, including illegals. You might want to sit for this if you have been out of work for a while. Per the Center for Immigration Studies, all employment growth has gone to foreign-born. 180,000 fewer U.S.-born Americans are working than in 2019, before COVID. Yet the number of immigrants working is up 2.9 million of 2019. Comparing the fourth quarter of 2019 to the fourth quarter of 2023 shows 2.7 million more people working in the United States, 2.9 million more immigrants, legal and illegal, and 183,000 fewer U.S.-born Americans. But the number of U.S.-born workers has not made it back to the 2019 pre-COVID level. You know that song, Richmond, North of Richmond, the common man song about the suffering of the common man? That's a reflection of this. Equally important, the share of working-age working U.S.-born men without a bachelor's, not in the labor force, deteriorated in the decades prior to 2019, and the rate in the fourth quarter of 2023 was lower still. These individuals do not show up as unemployed because they have not looked for a job in the four weeks prior to the survey. 
the long-term decline in the labor force participation rate of less educated men, they're the men who make the economy work. They're the men who catch the fish and till the fields. They're the men who weld and the men who work on uh, roofing crews and construction crews and do the dirty work that nobody else wants to do. Linked to serious social problems from suicide and crime to drug overdoses and social isolation. 1.2 million native-born Americans lost their jobs in August. 771,000 foreign-born workers replaced them. Millions of military-age males have invaded the U.S. since Joe Biden was installed in 2021. Not only are the illegal workies, workers uh, aliens costing the U.S. billions of dollars per year, they are taking jobs and giving access to health care. <laughs> I mean, it's the ultimate indignity, isn't it? Isn't it just the ultimate indignity? And then on top about all of this, all of this, they say the economy is fine, everything is great, Bidenomics is working, and Joe Biden's brain is perfectly fine. Perfectly, perfectly fine. Somebody asked me in the middle of the deposition, what year did your mom die? I go, I don't know, 2017, 2018, 2019, I don't know. He's fine. All this right-wing propaganda that his mental acuity has declined is wrong. Age is an objective fact. As I say, it's all relative. He's younger than I am, so what do I have to say about his age? But he is, uh, again, uh, knowledgeable, wise. <laughs> no, he's not. He's none of those things, and everybody knows it. Here is uh, MSNBC's Donnie Douche uh, talking about what a great leader that Joe Biden is. And you know the opposite is true. You know why? Because you're not stupid. God bless you all. May God protect our speakers. And I promise I'll come back and answer questions later. Thank you. Democrats have got to start getting pissed. Joe Biden has done a great job. Oh, no, we're way ahead of the year, Donnie Jush. We are way ahead of you. Joe Biden has overseen the best economy in my lifetime. Huh. He has overseen getting NATO together and defending Ukraine, huh. handling Israel deftly, keeping this country. Handling Israel deftly. October the 7th was when a uh, uh, medieval massacre like we've never seen since the Holocaust happened. And we still haven't given Israel the aid they need yet. Coming out of COVID, he's done everything right. The other guy is insane. Joe Biden is 80 plus years old. Yes, he is. He has been a competent, effective leader. The this is uh, ba 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 Baghdad Bob Syndrome. When you are, uh, uh, it's so obvious to everyone that you are a pure propagandist. It won't end well for you. History will not treat Donnie Douche and all of the people on uh, MSNBC. It won't treat them very well. It won't. It's not going to treat CBS very well. CBS, I don't have the story in front of me. They fired a bunch of people yesterday, including the great Catherine Herridge, which I think is, you know, is great. She was the odd man out. Yeah, and I use it as a figure of speech. She's a great reporter. She's up there with John Solomon and, and, uh, 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 I, I, there's a host of them. I have drawn a blank on them right now. Uh, Luke Rosiak, Luzer, Luke Rosiak, uh, Matt Taibbi, Matt Schellenberger, or Michael Schellenberger. She's right up there. I hope Nick, Newsmax, please pick her up because she's awesome. She's awesome. But, uh, but history will not end well for those. It will not remember those who have perpetrated uh, this on us very well. 
at all. I've got more on this and uh, more on <laughs> Joe Biden's a moron, including uh, former presidential physician Carl uh, Ronnie Jackson talking to Carl Higby about Joe Biden's decline. He knows he was a doc when George Bush was in office, when Obama was in office, and when Trump was in office. So that's coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is not an EV. And it never will be. Hey, a little God's back for you. I'll be listening to that at the gym today. Thank you very much, because today is my gym day. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way, and uh, a blessed Lenten festival as well, because Lent begins today. I, uh, I'm trying to figure out what I should give up, because i kind of given up everything. <laughs> I don't. I don't drink. Uh, I, I've kind of given up junk food. I cheat every once in a while on junk food. I'm not going to give up chocolate because chocolate's good for you. So I don't know what I can give up. I, you know, leaving the toilet seat up. <laughs> we all we have all all have things we should we should give up. But uh, you know, anyway, I, I hope you have a a blessed day. I I've not been to church. Um, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, glad to have you here on the show. We got a lot of stuff we need to get through before the end of the show. We were talking about, uh, you know, Joe Biden's cognitive ability and, and honestly, there's just a point where I, I'm not going to engage people on stupid crap anymore. I, I don't have time to discuss you know, you know, Joe Biden really is behind closed doors. He's perfectly fine. He is making all the decisions. He's sharp as a tie. I don't have time to engage in your crap anymore because uh, it, it's it's nonsense. It's falderall. It's bull crap. And everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. And And once the American people are awake and they know what's going on and you continue to lie about this. You're just, you know, they always say the lie is worse than the whatever. And I got to tell you, it is. It is because it doesn't end well. History, it never ends very well for those who are despotic, those who are abusive. It never ends well for those in power who do that. It's just the way it is. Look back at the great despotic regimes of the past. Look at those who have fallen just while we've been alive, look at the those who have fallen, who've risen and fallen as long as America has been around. And, and so the world, the, the evil world, the dark world, the communist socialist world, the Marxist, Maoist, Stalinist world has always hated America. We're the, you know, in the words of the, uh, the movie Home Alone, the, uh, the wet bandits, you know, we're the silver tuna of the world, man. If we can take down the United States, boy, they hate us. They've always, they don't look at America as a shining city on a hill, not the leadership. They want us down. They hate us because we live well, because we live free. And, and they have people who are enslaved they are not in any way, shape, or form innovative whatsoever. They are merely producers for the state. And like with China, producers for the state by the millions, no innovation. All of the innovation comes when you steal it from the silver tuna. There you go. That's my analysis. How about that? How about that? So uh, here is, uh, um, let me see, uh, Carl Higby. Carl Higby last night was talking to Ronnie Jackson. Ronnie Jackson is a former, uh, he's now in Congress, former um, uh, doctor, 
to uh, numerous presidents. He's a respectful uh, physician, a respected physician. And here is Carl Higby of Newsmax, by the way, host of Frontline with Carl Higby, talking about the Biden's, Biden's obvious mental decline. No one believes that Joe Biden is okay, and yet they keep lying to us. You know, we had this uh, report that came out from the special counsel who uh, documented it from an objective standpoint, from a completely different angle. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's a, an appointee of the D- Department of Justice, of, you know, of, of Biden's own DOJ, and he says so. And then Biden gets on TV to try to re- to rebuff that and say, look, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine to be your commander in chief and your head of state. And he just proves in real time that he's <laughs> totally not fit for office. No, Congressman, you, you were the chief medical advisor to both Obama and Trump. Okay, yeah, politics yeah. aside, like, have you ever seen such a massive decline? No, I haven't, you know, and, I, and that's a good point, Carl. I mean, I was at the White House for 14 years. I was with Bush, Obama, and Trump, and I was there for eight years, and I saw Biden in and around the White House, uh, you know, the Oval Office and the West Wing on a regular basis. And I just tell people, if you don't know how bad it is, I mean, most people do, but go back and look at video from him when he was very first vice president or prior to that and compare it to video from now. It's not the same man. I yeah. mean, it, the degeneration is profound. And, and, you know, if we were still, uh, you know, the Soviet Union were still around and we were living in it, the media could get away with this nonsense. But not anymore. Not anymore. We've seen enough, we've heard enough, and we're sick of it. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. today I mentioned Michael Schellenberger has uncovered that the CIA created the Russia collusion hoax. It was uh, a psyop to take down Donald Trump in 2016. There is no doubt about this. What you knew inside, what you knew with all of the censorship of everything with the takedown of Donald Trump off social media uh, that happened in 2020, all of this has been a psyop directed by uh, the, the federal government. By the CIA, by the DHS, which, I mean, they need to just get rid of it altogether. Altogether. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas needs to go to jail, and, and the agency needs to be made, be made to go away. Uh, the CDC and HHS, they lied to you. And, and this is Schellenberger. Would you listen to Schellenberger? This is Schellenberger from uh, last November, talking about what the federal government did to the medical industry to the truth tellers in the medical industry listen to this just very briefly uh during a crisis you need free speech so you can respond you can have these issues you can debate them and what we saw was both harvard epidemiologist uh, martin kildoff um, and stanford epidemiologist jay bhattacharya were both censored uh, dr bhattacharya was put on a trends blacklist the things that they were advocating was mainstream epidemiology um, and their voices were stifled, and we now have seen the consequences of it, most particularly this horrendous learning loss among children. Yeah, yeah. You know who else was uh, censored by the federal government? Peter McAuliffe, Dr. Peter McAuliffe. They drummed the best voices out of medicine to shut them up. They did. And they said that you've got to take a vaccine that was going to make a whole lot of people rich, but not you and me. And they told us that things like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine that worked <laughs> for decades dosed by the billions they said it was all it was all uh you know not any good because it didn't make some people a lot of money well that's when uh, you know the swedish revenge happens after something like this and dr peter mcculloch decided to create the wellness company 
<laughs> this is funny. He did. He said, I'm going to take all those medicines that the government said you couldn't have, and I'm also going to uh, give, provide people with medicine they will need in an emergency, and we're going to create an emergency medical kit, and we're going to create a, create a company called the Wellness Company, and he did, and it is blowing up, man. It is It is huge. The wellness company has this emergency medical kit. I would have never dreamed of this five years ago. I wouldn't even know what I needed. I always thought that if you have an emergency medical kit, it's going to be some Band-Aids. It's going to be some Neosporin. It's going to be some of that, you know, that sprays, you know, Bactine or whatever. No, 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 no. The medicines that the government tried to keep from you, among other things, Z-Pack, which is sometimes hard to get, particularly when there's something going around, when there's like a bug going around. You, it's hard time getting hold of amoxicillin, hard time getting hold of Z-Pack, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, all of it. I had to go to Florida to get my ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine when I caught COVID in the most vaccinated place on earth, New York City. So there's my, there's my metal kit, kit, by the way. I was just zipping it here. If you want to get this medical kit, this emergency medical kit from the wellness company, here's the website. Everybody asked me about this after I say it, so just write it down now. Here's the website, twc.health/carson. twc.health/carson. Write it down. Do, do yourself a little note in your phone. Do a little voice note in your phone. Whatever. twc.health/carson. Not only is that the site, but it'll save you ten percent. They got a travel kit. They've got a home kit. All you need. Do it. If you have jumper cables, do it. If you have extra water, do it. If you have extra food, do it. If you have a generator, do it. This should be number one. TWC.health slash Carson. TWC.health slash Carson. It's Valentine's Day, so let's have some fun here, shall we? <laughs> this is Jim Gossett singing about Kamala Harris. <laughs> Kamala Valentine. Loud cackling Valentine. Valentine. Your laugh we'd all like to forget. Dooby dooby doo, dooby 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 doo. Kamala, you are absentee. The border is a travesty. You're a Valentine. I feel sorry for her husband. Tell me that you'll resign. I mean, serious. Low, your poll numbers are so low. Fonnie Willis's boyfriend wasn't paid enough. 650K was not enough. Kamala, it's time to go. Well, if she's going, she might end up being the president before all is said and done for a while, anyway. Uh, for what I did, yeah, you know, uh, a little bit more here on the uh, on the uh, <laughs> the Joe Biden uh, cognitive thing. Uh, this is Joe Scarborough, and this is you know this is the worst of the worst. You know when you when you invoke the uh, you, the memory of your mother uh, to make a political point, uh, honestly, Joe Scarborough, really. Really, here, here's Joe Scarborough talking about, uh, you know, Joe Biden couldn't remember the death of his son, the date, the year of his son's death. So he decides to use moral equivalency, which is the uh, uh, the tool of idiots. It's uh, John Heilman. We've seen examples over and over again 
of Donald Trump just losing it on stage here. And you, you, you had the whole political world come to a stop. First of all, because for some reason you had the guy, uh, the special counsel asking, hey, um, what, uh, what year did, did your son die? And supposedly he didn't remember what year his son died. And, and this was the most damning thing. I said this yesterday, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just older people. We've, we've lived a busy and active life, but nobody's closer to me. Nobody's been closer to me in my life than my mom. If somebody asked me in the middle of the deposition, what year did your mom die? I go, I don't know, 2017, 2018. 2021. May 15th of 2021. I don't know. I can tell you everything about it. I can tell you my final word, but, but, but again, that, and same thing with Mika and her dad. So the fact, first of all, that he was asking that question. Secondly, uh, that somehow that's the most damning thing and the Trump people. Oh, no, the whole thing was loaded with it. And, and you know, I've, I've told you that uh, Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, they're like the, the play-by-play announcers from The Hunger Games. You know, you, you see that movie, and they're sitting in the stands, and they're all dolled up, and they live at a higher standard than the kids on the field. And the kids on the field are you and me, and we're here fighting for our lives as their entertainment. We're here fighting for our lives, and we're their entertainment. They could throw us some crumbs. They could throw us some of that $60 billion or that $95 billion that they're going to, that we don't even have the money. You're going to pay for it anyway as well. That's, that's a funny thing. And, and we're just here for their entertainment. We, we are here. That we are their little worker bees. We, we send them the money, but they don't even need us anymore because they just borrow the money. It is uh, just, 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 just ridiculous. And here's Joe Biden yesterday, barely able. He didn't answer any questions. He opened the, the, the little uh, conference here. He said he wasn't even a conference, just an announcement. He opened it by saying, I'm not going to be taking any questions because, you know, it was disastrous the last time because, you know, my brain doesn't work. But here he is yesterday. <clears throat> last week, this bill was called a border bill because it had $20 billion to make what is happening on our border permanent, meaning allow this unfettered, stream across the border permanent and you pay for it and you pay for their lawyers and you pay for their housing and it keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. They brought it back, dropped all border provisions and now it's just a slush fund and now they're calling it a national security bill. Like they called the Inflation Reduction Act, the Inflation Reduction Act. Did you see what inflation did last month and last week? Yeah. They think we don't get it. Listen to the old man. By a margin of 70 to 29 to move forward with the bipartisan national security bill. Now. It's a, it's now a bipartisan it's, national security bill. It's not bipartisan. It's the, two, it's the deep state, the two sides of the deep state, which just happened to be part of both parties. Moves to the House. And I urge Speaker Johnson to bring it to the floor immediately. Immediately. There's no question that a Senate bill was put on the floor in the House of Representatives. It would pass. You, you don't think that that George Santos special election, his removal from Congress, had anything to do with this either? Now that we've got a razor-thin margin in the House, you don't suppose? <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah, I know these things because I'm not stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Seb Gorka last night on Newsmax. Respect Seb Gorka. American badass saying that all we need 
is the equivalent of Dorothy to click her heels together and say, the border is closed. As Karine Jean-Pierre saying today, uh, Joe Biden does more in an hour than any other human being does in a day. Well, if it's eating applesauce or falling down the stairs or up the stairs of air. Or slobbering down his chin, don't forget that. That was one, maybe. But let's be clear here. He took 64 executive actions yeah. to dismantle everything that we did in the Trump administration. That's not chaos. That's not an accident. That's not a slip of the pen. That's 64 executive actions, not just to stop building the wall. Let's be clear, to sell the steel we had already bought yeah. to finish the wall. Yeah. This man doesn't need to be impeached. He needs to be impeached and charged with aiding and abetting the cartels. Alejandro Mayorkas was at the highest levels of the DHS under Obama. He knows exactly what he's been doing for three years, and he has been colluding with the cartels. Period. End of story. Yeah. What kind of country sits idly by as 120 or maybe now up to 200,000 people die of fentanyl poisoning because our the communist Chinese manufacture drugs in Mexico with fentanyl in them that look just like prescription drugs and kids take them accidentally. Why doesn't Joe Biden talk about that every day? Why isn't there no war on drugs? Why isn't it this is your brain on fentanyl? Where's the ad campaign? Because they don't give a flying freak about it. They don't give a damn about it. It really is thoroughly disgusting. And what makes it worse is that this this bill, this this massive slush fund, it's going to go on in perpetuity. It's not about just this year. It's not just about the $60 billion. It's another 60 and another. Listen to J.D. Vance. In 2019, the U.S. House impeached then-President Donald Trump on the theory that they had appropriated money to Ukraine, and Donald Trump refused to send it to Ukraine. So if Trump is elected president again and become president on January of 2025, he will conduct diplomacy. And if that diplomacy does not include sending additional billions to Ukraine, there is a theoretical argument, a predicate, if you will, wow. for impeaching Donald Trump because they have tried to tie his hands. And the final point I'll make on this, Tucker, is that the Washington Post has already has already said, based on leaks from inside the intel community, the purpose of this legislation is to tie a future President Trump's hands. We're not just sending billions to Ukraine in 2024. We're trying to make it impossible for the next president to conduct diplomacy on his terms. It's anti-democratic, and it will lead to endless war in the, all over the world. We got a lot of evil people in Washington, D.C., and they don't. Now we know there's no doubt they don't care about you. Has Joe Biden been to East Palestine yet? He said he was going to do it. He said he was going to do it a year ago. Has Lahaina been rebuilt? No, no, not a damn thing's been done there. It, it, it's, I mean, honestly, there's no denying it anymore. All, all we have within us right now, all we have within us is we've got to fight it. That's it. We've got to turn this around. That's it. There's no more debate. There's no more wondering. It's, we know it. We know they're not on our side. That's it. Representative Democrat Congresswoman Barbara Lee is defending her call for a $50 federal minimum wage. Six times the current federal minimum wage, which, by the way, there's no $7.25 minimum wage anymore. You know, honestly, that was blown up with COVID. If I walk up to Walmart right now, I'll make $17 to start. Target, $17 to start. Used to be 11 It went up to 11 at the beginning of COVID. Now it's 17 
They blew it up. Uh, the McDonald's that I go to now is completely being run by the family who owns it. Same way with the uh, with the Popeyes. I know this because my daughter, they, she likes uh, uh, the, the Popeyes. will get it lunch every once in a while. Completely run by the family that owns it. Brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. Everybody's been fired. Family's working because they can't afford to hire the employees to work there. And here is Barbara Lee, uh, about ready to make California suck even more, which is, I, I don't even know how it's possible, but here she is in a debate talking about how she wants a $50 minimum wage. You're calling for a $50 an hour federal minimum wage. That's seven times the current national minimum wage of seven twenty-five an hour. Can you explain? She, uh, she resides over Oakland and Berkeley, and Oakland is hell on earth because of this wretched, awful woman. And how that would be economically sustainable for small businesses. You have 60 seconds. First, let me say, I um, owned and ran a Real small quick, business Real you're, you're going to lose some IQ points on this. Gonna, you're going to lose some IQ points. Um, 11 years. I created hundreds of jobs. Really? Benefits, retirement benefits, also health care benefits. I know what worker productivity means, and that means that you have to make sure that your employees are taken care of and have a living wage. In the Bay Area. All right, we're going to come back to this. I want to finish this on the other side, and we're up against the clock. So let's take a break and come back. My thoughts, why I think it's a great idea for California. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Just California. This is the Rob Carson Show. By the way, uh, Barbara Lee's been in Congress in some way, shape, or form for 34 years. Uh, she received her master's in social work from the University of California. Yeah, she's quite a business owner, specializing in psychiatric social work. She should have looked in the mirror. During her graduate work, she founded the Community Health Alliance for Neighborhood Growth and Education, which provided mental health services to many of the East Bay's most vulnerable individuals. That's all I see in her demo or her in her bio. That's all I see. So I am assuming the Community Health Alliance for Neighborhood Growth and Education is a, uh, a, some sort of a, an organization that got a whole buttload of uh, government money and probably didn't fulfill any of the promises that it made. So as far as her paying, a, you know, a whatever wage, please give me a break. But here she is talking about the $50 minimum wage. She's a business owner. Uh, and, and Brian, my producer, said in my ear, he said, why didn't she pay her employees 50 bucks an hour or the equivalent of? Yeah, I, I believe it was the United Way came out with a report that uh, – very recently, $127,000 for a family of four is just barely enough to get by. Another certain Well, then you're going to have to move. Very recently, 104000 for a family of one. Barely enough to get by. Low yeah. income because of the affordability crisis. And so just do the math. Just do the math. Of course, we have national... Uh, minimum wages that we need to raise to a living wage you're talking about 20 you've already been raised nobody makes 725 anymore any 25 dollars fine but i have got to be focused on what i i recommend you do it make it 50 bucks an hour please i i mean it sucks for the small businesses there but for everybody who ever voted democrat screw you honestly screw you if you voted for a Democrat, if you're down with this, and you're down with this minimum wage and all this, I mean, Rush Limbaugh used to say, why not make it 25 bucks an hour? Why not make it 50 bucks an hour? Well, we breached that. I remember a decade, it was 10-10, we need 10-10. They jumped past that. I already told you, I could make $17 an hour just starting at Walmart. And if you're making $7.25 an hour, you're either an uneducated high school student or you are just failing. Sorry. If you're 40 years old and you're making $7.25 an hour, that's not on me. It's not on me. 
you got to pick yourself up and you got to do what you got to do. And if you can't afford to live in friggin' San Francisco, move out of friggin' San Francisco. That's just the way it's got to be. Right now, I wouldn't live in New York City. I, I make a good wage. You know, I, I bought a house here selling cars, right? And I'm, I'm doing well. My family's finally doing well. We're paying our bills, paying off our credit cards, all that. Wouldn't move to, to New York and say, well, I need more money if I'm going to move to New York. No. I just am not going to live in New York because I can't live in New York. But I would encourage the California Assembly to make $50 the minimum wage for California and destroy every small business in California or cause every small business to move out of California and let California rot like Venezuela. There you go. If California is going to throw down with idiots like this, then California gets what it deserves. It sucks. I hate to say that, but if, it's, if that's what you're going to vote for, that's what you're going to get. Sorry. And for those of you who don't want to live that way, get the hell out. That's why we have 50 states. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. The podcast for this show will be up very shortly. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen and share with others. It was epic. epic. Enjoy Lent today, Ash Wednesday. I'm praying for you. Pray for our country, then be ready to fight for it. God bless you. And I will see you tomorrow. In the meantime, as always, don't catch the stupid. See ya. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.